0: Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Hey, what's going on Anchor Church? It is Victor Jackson here. Uh, I am excited for the opportunity to get to break the bread of life with you today today. Uh, give honor to Pastor Bounds and his wife and family, love and appreciate them and their leadership. Uh, Aren't you thankful for a pastor that is leading with excellence uh, during this crisis, during this chaotic time? Uh, Aren't you thankful for a man of God like your pastor? We love him and his family. So thankful for the leadership of the Anchor Church appreciate brother and sister up to grave and their family. Uh, We're just excited to be a part of this with you today. Um, By the grace of God, God worked a miracle out for me already. I was able to get a haircut in the middle of this pandemic. Can you believe it? Uh, Definitely a miracle. Uh, If I didn't have this haircut, I don't know what would be happening with my head right now. I Maybe have an afro on here, I don't know. Uh, But thankful I was able to use some special resources. (laughs) Uh, Had a friend pull one out for me. And uh, so thankful I'm able to have that haircut. Uh, Why don't we open up our Bibles to the Gospel of Luke. Gospel of Luke chapter 2. And uh, just excited to break the bread of life with you here. Today, Luke chapter two, verse one, Luke chapter two, verse one. If you have it, say, man. All right. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I want to preach to you on this subject uh, today uh, on the power of God, the power of of God. Why don't you clap your hands to the Lord where you are? Hallelujah. Come on, clap those hands where you are right now, right in your home, wherever you are. Just clap those hands with expectation that God is about to speak to us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is very interesting the conditions that God desired to reveal his fullness to his people. Very interesting that before God could reveal himself in a way he had never revealed himself before, listen, the world had to first be taxed. Y'all going to make me preach in here already. Before God could reveal his power to the world, the world had to first be taxed and in a taxing situation. Before God could reveal his power in a way he never had before, the world had to be in a taxing situation. And in this taxing situation, listen, the whole world was forced to go home. Oh, Lord, y'all really going to make me preach on this thing. The world was forced into their homes to be counted, listen, until the taxing was over. They were commanded to go to the land of their kindred. They were commanded to go to their houses, their homes, and stay there until they would get word that the taxing season was over. Does this sound familiar? Aren't you getting tired of sitting in your home? Aren't you getting tired of being quarantined? Aren't you being getting tired of being locked away? Come on somebody, can I tell you these are right conditions for God to reveal his power in a way that he has never revealed it before. Can I tell you God is setting the world up even now to show himself in a way he has never shown himself before. (coughs) They were taxed. And commanded to go into their own city. And when they were taxed to go into their own city. The Bible says that Mary was great with child. Uh, She was great with child. Uh, The sign of something great being born is when the world is in a taxing situation, and as the world got worse, listen, her contractions got worse. You're not hearing me right now. As the world's taxing got worse, Mary's contractions intensified. What if I told you that as things are getting worse in the world, that is a sign that something great is about to be born. Something great is about to be born in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the hurt, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the suffering. Something great is about to be on earth that has never been birthed before. Somebody clapped their hands in their home. ha ta la la he bo kositaya. As the world got worse, all of a sudden. Mary understood that something great was about to be born. She was great with child, meaning that greatness was near its birth. Are you getting it right now? Anytime you're going through a situation, that is just a sign that you're about to birth something in the spirit. It's going to change the course of mankind. It's going to change the course of your family. It's going to change the course of your community. Uh, it's going to change everything in Zanesville uh, What if I told you everything that you're enduring right now uh, It's just a sign something great is about to come out of your praise uh, Something great is about to come out of your hallelujah uh, Something great is about to come out of your thank you Jesus uh, We are just drawing closer uh, to the birth of greatness Something is going to come out of the anchor church uh, That has never come out of the anchor church before and this pandemic is just a sign that greatness is on its way. Oh, somebody shout yes where you are. The Bible says that the days were accomplished that she should be delivered and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and, listen, laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn notice that God would reveal his fullness God would manifest himself but he wouldn't be laid in a beautiful place he would not be laid in the beauty of a palace he would not be laid in the comfort of a home no, God decided to reveal his fullness. Listen, in a precarious place. In the place people least expected. He would lay himself down right in that manger. Oh, The manger, which was a cattle trough, a place where cattle... Fed In a place where Cattle drink. God said I am going to Reveal my fullness In filthiness Boy y'all gonna throw me Out of here God said I'm gonna show my power In a place that you least expected I'm gonna show my power In a place that everybody's Avoiding I'm gonna show my power in a place huh, That you don't think it's possible huh, Cause you're gonna approach my glory when I lay myself down in the mundane dirty filth of the world. It's interesting because Carnell University they did a study and this study they were trying to figure out why there were 63,000 cattle that were ill. 63,000 cattle that were sick. Listen. 63,000 cattle that were in immense sickness. Over 20 of these cattle died. And these researchers, these scientists, they began to try to study and examine the source of this illness. And as they looked at everything closely, they found out that these cattle were being sick. Listen from eating and drinking out of their cattle trough. These researchers realized that the source of sickness spreading in these cattle was the cattle trough. The cattle trough was a place that was prone to disease. It was prone to E. coli spreading. E. coli, which is a bacteria. These cattle, they would drink out of these cattle troughs and get E. coli, get a bacterial infection. And it would spread throughout the other cattle as the cattle would die and get immensely ill. Oh, you're going to make me preach here. And E. coli spreads when the infected individual, listen, touches another person. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Uh, But God said, I want to reveal my power in that spot. I want to show my glory in the spot that filth is. Uh, I want to show my glory in a spot. It has a tendency to disease I want to to provoke Illness and death But the same place that death Happens is the place that Life is going to be laid I've got to preach to somebody In the same place that the bacteria May spread is the same Place come on that life Is going to spread In the same place that the bad News started it's going To be the same place that the good News started I am going To reveal my power in a spot Where people least Expect it come on Can I tell you right in the middle of everything Happening in this world It's time for you to lift up your eyes And and begin to look up Because God's about to reveal his power In that spot I don't care how dirty or filthy your life is God is more than Willing to lay himself down Right in the middle of the despair Right in the middle of the Trouble right in the middle Of the heartache uh, and show his glory right in the middle uh, of the place that you least expected it. Uh, He's gonna show his glory in a way he's never shown it before. Come on, somebody clap your hands right now. (laughs) Holy is the Lamb of God, Uh, holy is the Lamb of God. God said. uh, the very place huh, that has a tendency to disease huh, is also going to have a tendency for a miracle. Huh? Why would you lay your baby down in a In a cattle trough uh, uh, A cattle trough That it's amazing that God laid himself down there uh, And notice that the manger's filth Did not taint the baby Y'all not going to hear me right now But God's power forever defying the manger uh, Nobody ever wanted to talk about the manger Listen, uh, until God laid himself down in it uh, And you never wanted to talk about Come on, the pain uh, that you're in right now uh, But you're going to preach it from the housetops Why? Because when God's power gets laid down in it He's going to reverse the curse Come on somebody He's going to reverse it What the devil meant for evil He's going to turn it around for good And the very spot that it was prone to disease was the very spot where God showed his power. God is attracted to laying his power down in places you least expect. What is going on in your life? You may not feel like God can reach your kids. God is going to show his power right in the middle of that hopelessness. Uh, you say, Brother Jackson, I lost my job with this pandemic going on. God says, I can still give you provision. Right in the place that loss happened. Brother Jackson. I'm battling with depression. I'm battling with anxiety. I don't know what's going on in this world. You just need to be. All- Has power. To show himself. In that spot. The disease doesn't scare him. Your sickness. Your illness. Your pain your despair the filthiness of your life he is not afraid of it he will lay himself down in it and nestle himself in it that's what being the comforter is the comforter that's what he is the Greek word is which literally means the divine presence coming alongside to help you aren't you thankful that God doesn't stand above you and expect you to come up no he gets right in the mess with you. Come on, somebody. And he says, I'm going to help you through this and I'm going to elevate you right in the middle of this. And in spite of everybody doubting you, I'm going to reveal my glory right in that spot. Notice uh, that Job, when he lost everything, uh, the Bible says that his health was affected uh, and he sat down in ashes uh, and he scraped himself because he was, he was filled with boils all over his body but listen he sat down in the ashes 40 chapters of questions pass and the Bible says after 40 chapters of sitting down in ashes that God revealed his greatness to Job and Job looked back at God and said God I repent in dust and ashes Ooh, Lord! Oh and in the same ashes that Job lost everything that was the same ashes he got everything back y'all gonna make me Preach here Uh, In the same ashes That he lost his family uh, That was the same ashes That he got his family back uh, In the same ashes That he lost his job Come on somebody That was the same ashes That he got his job back What am I saying Uh, In the spot where loss happened uh, That's going to be the same spot That restoration happens Uh, In the spot where pain happened uh, That's going to be the very spot That power comes forth Uh, In the spot that illness occurs uh, that's going to be the same spot That his unsearchable greatness Is revealed He called, Hallelujah 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 he Laid himself down in the manger uh, The manger was the spot That propagated illness uh, But the very spot that propagated Illness uh, was the very spot That propagated healing Come on, somebody. Can I tell you that God's power is going to spread further than this virus may have spread? When they tried to define Paul's ministry in the book of Acts 24, listen. The very word for pestilence, pestilence, the Greek word literally means a disease. They defined Paul's ministry in Acts 24 when they said this. They said, Paul is a pestilent fellow. The same Greek word for pestilence, disease. They said, Paul is a disease fellow, meaning Paul is spreading the gospel like a disease. We can't get rid of him Come on Can I give you a revelation That just as much the bad news Has been cloaking the earth right now The good news is about to cover the earth Like never before And just like the fear of this virus Has spread across the earth Can I tell you the fear of the Lord And the knowledge of the Lord Is going to spread across this world And can I tell you That every knee shall bow And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord aren't you thankful that when God decided to pour out his spirit on you that he wasn't looking for a pure vessel to pour it out on Ooh, you know what he did he saw he saw a bunch of people diseased by sin Oh Lord Disease by a sinful nature Come on somebody Disease all throughout our bodies Yet he looked at us In our disease state And he poured his power Right in the spot Of our disease Come on somebody And once his power got on the inside of us All of a sudden his power Began to sanctify us And begin to vaccinate us And take the disease Out of our body Come on somebody And the very spot where disease dwelt He put his Holy Spirit in And that Spirit made us into a royal priesthood And that Spirit made us cry out Abba Father And that Spirit made us sons and daughters of God And that Spirit, come on somebody Made us his bride And that Spirit made us his church But it all started with the place that was filled with disease He chose the that spot to show a miracle forth. Oh God, God's gonna use, in, gonna, gonna move in spite of all of your pain. He's going to move in spite of all of your depression. He's going to move in spite of all of your heartache. He's going to move despite all of the storms. <laughs> the Bible says that the Lord spoke to Job out of the whirlwind. That word whirlwind in the Hebrew, it means a storm. Sometimes God's best answers come out of a storm. Come on somebody. Sometimes the greatest glimpse of greatness comes out of a storm. It's in the storm where we begin to see his power in a way that we've never seen it before Uh, and it's only the chosen that get to experience that type of power Uh, it's amazing to me uh, that the people that God reveals his glory to uh, are always the people that endure things that they've never endured before come on somebody Uh, the Bible says that God used to visit Lazarus house in Bethany all the time Uh, yet that is the very place where illness and death uh, occurred Uh, it's interesting to me that God told them I love Lazarus Isn't it amazing that it seems Like the people that God cares about The most that those are the ones That suffer the most But you know what he said this sickness is Not unto death oh But this is for the glory of God I was looking for a vessel That I could re- reveal my Glory through and that's why That house had to suffer Because that would be the house where glory Came down what if I told you that God has trusted you with the storm that you're in right now because he's about to reveal his glory in a way he's never revealed it before oh they tried to tell Jesus no don't heal Lazarus he's been dead four days and look what they said besides by this time he stinks (laughs) you know what God said where have you laid him bring me to the stink because in the very spot That the stink is, that's gonna be the birthplace for a miracle. Bring me to the stink because that's gonna be the very spot, listen, Holy Ghost, that's gonna be the very spot that is the birthplace of a resurrection. I Thrive In operating in the filth In the stink of life You may have been divorced Can I tell you God can still do something In your life Come on you may feel insignificant You maybe didn't graduate from any college Any high school You may be a failure in life So you think God says I thrive in using failures For my glory I thrive in using people Come on That don't think that I can use them. I thrive in using people that the world has counted off as ignorant and unlearned because I like to dwell right in that place that I might get the glory. Oh Lord y'all forgive me. I'm just excited in here. I'm going to tear up this office that I'm preaching in right now. Praise God. Isn't it amazing that when God decided to cast out the demoniac uh, at the tomb of Gadara. Notice that God didn't cast that devil out. Surrounded by beauty. No. He was surrounded by tombs and pigs. Over 2,000 pigs. The filthiest animal. The animal that ro- rolls in the mud. God decided to cast out the devil in that place. And when God cast out the devil. with When that man was delivered, the devil that was in the man went to the filth. Y'all not hearing me. And once the devil went into the filth, the filth fled. And the filth fled to the sea. Listen, the filth fled to the water. And when the water, when the filth fled to the water, listen, the filth drowned in the water. Can I talk to somebody about baptism right now? Can I tell you, the filth can't escape the water. The filth cannot survive the water. When well, you get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. All of your sins drown in that water. It drowns in a sea of forgetfulness. Come on, somebody. And you rise up out of that water, a new creature in Christ Jesus. Can I tell you that filth may be chasing after you, but the filth cannot survive the water. I'm preaching to people on this thing right now that are listening, that have not been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ yet I would admonish you you cannot be saved unless you take on the name of Jesus in baptism and when you do they're going to say I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and when you go down and come up you're going to come up with new life you're going to come up with fresh hope you're going to come up not feeling guilty and condemned and ashamed all the time because the filth can't survive the water the filth is going to drown and it's going to stay under come on if i were you i would comment on this video i contact pastor bounds brother up the grave i contact the leadership team and say where, where when can i get baptized in the name of jesus you've got children in your family that you know need to be baptized you need to call pastor bounds right now when this thing is over and say I'm ready to get baptized in the name of the Lord. Can I tell you, don't let the field follow you out of this pandemic. This is the right moment. Come on, somebody, for that fill to never follow you again. You get covered by his blood. You get covered by his name. You may say, Brother Jackson, I don't feel worthy. That's okay. He'll put his name on your unworthiness, and his name will make you worthy. Come on, somebody. Hey, God's going to wash it all away. Just give him the opportunity to operate despite your filth. Oh, I'm talking to somebody right now. The filth fled to the water and drowned in the water. Never heard of it again. Somebody needs to get baptized. You need to send a text right now. You need to reach out to pastor right now. Bihaya. You need to get baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We will do it. They have robes for you. We will baptize you tonight. We'll baptize you this week. Don't wait another day. You've been living with the filth too long. You need to get buried in the name of Jesus Christ. I promise you're going to feel a difference. You're going to feel a difference. Notice that Jesus, he... Oh, I could get deep in this. I... I, I'm, I'm wanting to go deep. I'm tempted to go deep. Should I go? Should I keep going? Okay, I hear you. I hear you. I'll, 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 I'll keep going here. Notice that Jesus, he brings his disciples to Caesarea Philippi. Caesarea Philippi, it was a pagan place. It was a place where they worshiped the false god Pan. Pan was a he-goat. Jews never traveled to Caesarea Philippi. Yet God decided to bring his disciples to that place to reveal himself to them in a fresh way. He brought them to the place filled with paganism. It was a place where they were sacrificing their kids. They were sacrificing their kids in a place called the Gates of Hades. And they were sacrificing their kids to this false god, Pan. At the gates of Hades, it was the place where they believed the he goat pan, ascended and descended. And God brought him to that place. And he said, who do men say that I, the son of man, am? They said, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you're Elijah or one of the prophets. But Jesus said, but who do you say that I am? Oh, and. Peter lifted up his voice, surrounded by the filth, surrounded by the stench of dead babies, surrounded by the stench of paganism all around him. And Peter cried out, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And you know what Jesus said? Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, Simon son of Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. You know what he was saying? That the false religions of your day, the false ideas, the false concepts of your day in hell will not prevail against the church of the living God. But I am revealing who you are, that you're Peter. I am revealing That you have the keys. I am revealing you're going to have victory. And I'm revealing it in the place that people don't like to travel. In the place that people are afraid of. In the place filled with idolatry. I can still show my power right there. Can I tell you every time, the first time that God calls Abraham, right after God called Abraham... There was a famine that took place after there is a call from God. Many times there's a natural disaster that follows. But a natural disaster is always coincided with the call from God. Right after Abraham was called, the famine happened. A natural disaster happened. The first famine in the Bible. But the Bible says that Abraham came out of that natural disaster with great riches. Can I minister to you? You're not going to come out of this diminished. You're going to come out of this with fresh vision, fresh power, prosperous in your mind, your body, your soul, and spirit. God is going to open some doors for you right in the middle of this pandemic. The Bible says that Joseph was in prison and Pharaoh had a dream. Watch this. In Pharaoh's dream, he had a dream of seven ill cattle, seven sick cows. Oh, I'm ministering now. And it was a dream that it was a natural disaster coming. It was going to be a seven-year famine. And it was the fear of a natural disaster that caused them to go get the chosen out of the prison. Oh, Lord. Oh, I'm talking to somebody right now. It was the fear of a natural disaster that caused them to go look for who god was speaking to come on somebody none of pharaoh's people sorcerers could interpret the dream so we they went go find a little hebrew boy out of the prison cell joseph interprets the dream said there's going to be a seven-year famine that's what the seven cows meant that was the seven ill-favored corn that's what it meant And he said, this is what you need to do. And they said, is anybody else the wisdom of the gods in anybody but him? They put him second in command to Pharaoh. But it was a fear of a natural disaster that highlighted the chosen. It was the fear of a natural disaster, listen, that made them search for who God was speaking to. It was the fear of a natural disaster that brought the chosen out of the shadows. Can I preach to you, apostolics, that God is using this moment to highlight who his people are? Come on, somebody. And who is hearing from God in this hour? The apostolics are coming out of the shadows. Our light, our candle's not going to be under a bushel any longer because these are ripe, this is a ripe occurrence for God to reveal who his people are. And right in the middle of a natural disaster, right in the middle of a famine, you know what they call Joseph, they named Joseph Zephnath-Paneah, which literally means God hears and God speaks. In the middle of this natural disaster, the people of the world are going to find out that God is still listening and that God is still talking even in the barren place. I hear the Lord saying, I'm sending streams in the desert. Oh, Lord. I hear the Lord saying that there's going to be a fruitful place in the wilderness. Right in the middle of this disaster, God's about to speak clearly like never before. Just allow his power to settle down in your life. He's going to move in chaos. He's going to move in the filth. He's going to move in the despair. He's going to move in the discouragement right in the middle of it. God's laying his power down right in that spot. If you'll let him, you're not insignificant. He knows where you are. He, he knows where Zanesville is. He knows everything that's going on. He's just asking you the question, will you let my power come down in that manger? that's where I'll reveal myself in a way that I never have before can you lift up your hands right now and close your eyes come on right now Lord Jesus I pray the blessing of God on this church I pray the blessing of God on your people God I ask that you would send streams in the desert Oh God, I ask that you would bring nourishment right in the place they don't feel like it can happen in the name of Jesus, right in the ashes where they lost everything. God, that's where you're going to show your beauty. Right in the place where they have mourning, that's where you're going to show the oil of joy. Right in the middle of their heaviness, you're going to show them that there's a garment of praise that you're ready to lay on them right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, speak hope into them right now. Open the windows of heaven. Touch Pastor Browns and his wife and family. Touch the leadership. Give fresh vision. Let them come out of this with a fresh anointing. Let them not be discouraged any longer. I rebuke every spirit of depression. I rebuke every spirit of anxiety. And God, I'm asking you to reveal your power in that spot. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that this is a blessing to you.